And they're like, Joe Biden got 81 million votes. I'm like, really? He got more than Obama? Like, Obama was a really popular guy. <laughs> they had what? Obey t-shirts with Obama yeah, on dude. it. I, yeah, yeah. There's no Obey with Biden on it. There's no Biden merch, dude. Yeah, <laughs> What's up, everybody? And we are back with a special episode, Numero Dos, of The Careful Boys, featuring Mr. Matt Kim in the building today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, we, honestly, I gotta say, after the billions upon billions of videos that we shoot here, <laughs> our last video that we just shot with you is one of the most focused and engaging ones we've had in a conversation in a long time. Probably because we never get free thinking speech uh, and, and truth here. We're always doing nothing but bullshit echo chamber stuff. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's kind of our style. Yeah, it's kind of our thing. <laughs> um, but yo, uh, the last thing we had just talked about was, you know, uh, the different people that have been reaching out to you in the last six months with snowballing, a crazy lifestyle. You just had uh, you, Tucker, Tucker Carlson's team reached out and you, you had him on a pod. That pod was crazy, by the way. It was yeah. kind of dope just watching you guys riff about stuff. Um, and then Joe even mentioned that he's not seeing as many people from the left reach out and you had just made a point about people from the extreme right also not really liking your stuff. So like, how do you feel about like the amount of people that are listening? Do you feel like this is a giant kind of huge populace that does want to be in this free thinking anti-establishment type of space but like doesn't necessarily have a spot to go to or like what is the, what are the main themes and beliefs that everybody in that space has? I think there is a huge community of people. I think the majority of the country, they're like, something is not right here. Mm. There is something that's not right with what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, why is the media just propaganda telling us what to, to believe? And they're just lying to us now. Yeah. They used to be deceitful. No. Now they're yeah, just blatantly crazy. lying. Yeah. Blatant lies. Right? Why do the leaders that are supposed to represent us, why are they saying they're controlling us and trying to tell us how to live our lives. Shout outs to Fauci. Right? Can, we get, can we get some of your your specifics? The, what are like, oh I don't know, like God. maybe some of the top three lies, direct lies that you feel like we're being told oh, right now. All right, are, are you guys ready to get demonetized? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Oh, we were never, we were never monetized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't make money here. <laughs> Two minutes, let's go. Are we there yet? Awesome, awesome. So, well, the first one is the obvious one, right? They told us that COVID came from bats. Like, that was obviously bullshit. Because there was a China man with a bat skewer going, I like a bat. I saw that guy. They, <laughs> they showed the videos over and over again of the girl eating the bats. Yeah. Remember that video? That was so weird. The bat girl. And anyone that said. They canceled the movie at the same time, by the way. No, they did. They had to scrap oh, it. Really? They spent like 200 million. I'm not saying they're correlated. No, they, that was correlated then. Nah, dude. For sure. Maybe. It has yeah. to be. Like bad PR. They spent like 120 million yeah, dollars on that fucking movie. Hell of money on it. Yeah, and they scrapped it. It was like the same time. Not even one deleted scenes on the market, yeah. dude. They only had the costume that made it. It would have done successful, dude. It would have fucking Batgirl, hey Batgirl, we gotta watch it. Derailed. Anyways. Yeah, but that was the that was the most obvious one, right? Yeah. Because anyone that said, wait a second, that doesn't seem right. Like, oh no, you can't say that. You're a conspiracy theorist. Get off the internet. Yeah. And people are like, wait, what? That was weird. Like you were told that was so crazy. And then they're like, and then they told you that vaccines are 99.9% .9 effective. It's a good number. And people are like, whoa, really? <laughs> okay. But you have to take it. Wait, I have to? And Wait, why sue. do I have to? <laughs> you can't sue, yeah. You can't yeah. sue if something goes wrong. And that was, I think, the eye-opening part for a lot of it. 
right? Because you were told one thing and anyone that questioned otherwise, which all not, we now know that actually the conspiracy theorists were right about 100% of it, that they used to say like things like hydrochloroquine and um, what, what's the other one? Like these things are- Ivermectin? Ivermectin. Ivermectin? The horse tranquilizer. These are bad for you. And then you find out like actually they're pretty effective. That there's a lot of people that still take it to this day and that they recover really fast from taking it. Like this wasn't conspiracy theorists that it actually does work. And people are like, you guys are crazy. I'm like, wait a second. There's like 3,000, like you have to trust the science. Trust the scientists. And wait a second. But there are yeah. scientists Which that ones? are. Why do we have to trust your scientists, but I can't trust these scientists? Yeah. And then you had that guy, Robert Malone. He's the virologist that developed the technology. Yeah. Yeah. He came out and said, no, like you should be careful here. Not saying you shouldn't take it, but it's fair to ask questions. Mm. And they're like, no, get off the internet. We're like, yeah. wait, what? I want to hear what he has to say. Dang like, can I hear more about I this? I invented the mRNA technology. And then everyone's like, nah, conspiracy. And he goes, yeah. no, it was me, dude. And I don't think mRNA vaccines are good. He goes, nah, 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 nah get out of here. <laughs> and they said, you know, trust the scientists. And then 3,000 scientists got together and said, wait a second. Like, we don't like this. And like, oh, no, don't trust those scientists. We're like, what? Who decides which scientists yeah. you can listen to? And I think that was a kind of the first eye-opening moment for a lot of people, right? And then you have the election. Sorry, guys. You have the election, right? And they're like, you know, and part of the country's like, well, it was a fraudulent election. And then you have the other side say, no, like it was the most free and fair election ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> the most free. And they're like, Joe Biden got 81 million votes. I'm like, really? He got more than Obama? Like, Obama was a really popular guy. <laughs> they had I Obey t-shirts with Obama yeah, on dude. it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's no Obey with Biden on it. There's no <laughs> Biden merch. He got more than Kelly Clarkson in American Idol 1. <laughs> By the way, Obama had murals all over the yeah, country. Yeah. I don't see one Biden He mural. couldn't lose, bro. There's no way. There's not one. There's like... There's still Obama murals till this day. They love... Like, people loved Obama, right? Right. And you see, and then you saw the Trump rallies with tens of thousands of people there, and then oh, I'm sorry, tens of thousands of super spreaders there, and then <laughs> how dare they? And then you had the Biden event with six people in circles, six feet apart, and they're like 81 million votes, and people are like I can't believe you're questioning the election. I'm like I think it's fair that people question the election. And by the way, they act like this is the first time an election was questioned. I mean, when Bush won, right? Um, you know, I voted for John Kerry and, you know, at the time, everybody was questioning the digital election computers, um, which, by the way, they use the same computers in somewhere in Southeast Asia for election fraud. And yeah, the, so George W. Bush won and, you know, all of us, the Democrats at the time, everybody, they wouldn't let that go. And they would say that was a stolen election. And so I'm like, don't act like this is the first time someone's coming out and questioning the election because it was done during the Bush administration too. Don't they question like, it every single election? They do election? it all the fucking time. So then Why people are now like saying like, well, if you question it, then you're also an insurrectionist. And I'm all like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not that fucking old, dude. And I remember the that was one of the first elections I got, you know, I I, I was a part of. And, and you know, I, we thought that Bush stole it. So I'm like, I don't know. No. Yeah, it's just weird to me. It is your right as an American to question the election. You have every right to do so. And anyone that tells you yeah. that you don't have the ability to or you can't, 
they are fascist because they can't do that. It's your freedom of speech. You can question whatever you want. And that was weird, right? And then even in the Trump indictments in Washington, Jack Smith, who is a special prosecutor, he said that there was not outcome determinant fraud. That's the exact phrase. There was fraud in the election, 100%. It's just not outcome determinant fraud, according to the US government. Okay, fine. Then how much fraud is too much fraud? <laughs> <laughs> There's fraud, but not that much. What, was, <laughs> what, what, what did take place? Right? No, nobody knows. If they can't say how much fraud was fraud, then how dare you say you're questioning the election? You have, if you can't tell me how much fraud there was, how do you know that there was not enough fraud to be outcome determinant? That's bullshit. Uh, That's like those Apple things that say like, assembled in China, but made in America or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I don't know where it's really made, but it's a little bit of both. Yeah, we'll take it. (laughs) How much fraud was there? Was there one vote, 10 votes, 100 votes, 1,000 votes, a million votes? If you don't know, how do you know there wasn't enough? I think these are very fair questions. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a really big thing for a lot of people. I think even people who support or anti-Trump, as they start unraveling it, they're like, you're right. Like, how much fraud was there? So I think that was a big one. I think the third big one is this whole January 6th insurrection narrative. Sorry, guys. This is probably the one that's going to get you kicked off. <laughs> delete <no>? this. <laughs> Cam. <laughs> you see, you see, hey, Cam, delete no? this now. <laughs> we are, let me tell you, we are the cockroaches of YouTube. We keep any nuclear disasters, we fucking survive them all. They're going to tune into here during a nuclear yeah, disaster. This, this may have to go on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> the insurrection, I watched it live like a lot of people did on TV. Right? They called an insurrection. What is an insurrection? What is an insurrection by legal definition? Right? It is a organized attempt, organized armed attempt to overthrow government. That's the legal, st- that's a legal standard for an insurrection. You have to prove all three, that it was organized, number one, number two, that it was armed, number three, they were trying to overthrow government. They actually can't prove either or, but yet they call it insurrection, 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 insurrection. We hear that every single day. I've had the opportunity to speak to a lot of people that were a part of that event. I actually even did a, um, episode with the QAnon shaman, which is crazy. No oh, way. Oh, the furry hat guy? Wait, isn't he in jail? Well, he's out now. Oh, okay. I, I was so curious because in my mind, they tell me that he is this crazy radical that is trying to overthrow the government, and he was one of the people that led the charge to overthrow the government. He looks like he really likes sports. <laughs> he... Them Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> is he kind of a conspiracy theorist? Yes. But so am I. <laughs> is he crazy and extreme? Definitely not. Like, there's nothing... Of, and he is extremely smart and intelligent. Like, he speaks extremely well. And I was shocked by how well-spoken he is and how well-thought his ideas were. He actually spent his time in jail um, doing teachings and trainings with fellow inmates and helping them get through their drug rehab. Oh, wow. So, like, he spent his time in jail as best he could, which I thought was pretty cool of him. He is not this crazy, like, I'm trying to overthrow the government guy that people portray him to be. And once I saw that, I was like, man, that's, that's a different one. But the, the question that really messed a lot of people up when they talk insurrection is, how did the insurrection end? Do you guys know how it ended? No. I just saw videos of what it looked like 
the security walking people in. So like yeah. the narrative is they stormed it, you know, and then you see all these videos of like them kind of just talking. Oh, this. There's a video of them, a cop opening the door the and then going like this. Yeah. They're walking together. Like he's showing them the hallway, talking. Yeah, it's like nothing. How the they look like friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's actually a congressman from the oversight committee. I can't think of his name right now. Um, that went on the record and said that he 100% believes that there were 200 plus FBI agents within the Capitol that day, dressed as Trump supporters, guiding them in. Wow. And because if you've ever been to the Capitol, and if anyone watching has ever been to the Capitol, that place is a labyrinth. It is hallway after hallway after turn after turn. You don't just walk in the front door and all of a sudden know where Nancy Pelosi's office is. <laughs> like it's impossible. There's so many turns and the and they're not like labeled like hey, you know, you know, take a left yeah. here to Nancy Pelosi's office. Yeah, right. Like it doesn't exist. He left to the heavies. <laughs> heavies here. Yeah, it doesn't exist. He well, believes 100% that there was 200 plus <laughs> FBI agents guiding people through the Capitol that day. It was a setup. Damn. So the question is, how did the insurrection end? And nobody knows. Because if it was an organized, armed attempt to overthrow government... Someone would have waved the white flag. Hey, and, I surrender. Or yeah, whatever. and you have yeah. AOC doing that video of like, people were banging on the bathroom door that she was scared for her life Maybe because she thought she was going to die. <laughs> They probably needed to poop real bad. Yeah, you have all these congressmen talking about how they were so scared and they thought their <clears throat> lives were over, right? If it was that extreme of a situation, how did it end? And people, no one knows. Yeah. Of all this coverage on January 6th, how come no one knows how it ended? That's true, because we should see some footage of, put your hands up, motherfucker! Ah, uh, we surrender! Yeah. But there was there's, there's no people. like official announcement of surrender yeah. or anything. And huh? then we didn't see like busloads of people getting like sent to jail. Like, they just fizzled out. Like, the they whole just time. walked away. How did the people the that you talked to that were there? The insurrection ended because in Washington D.C. there was a 6:30 curfew, and everyone went home by curfew. What? No Are you gonna tell me that an armed, organized attempt to overthrow government ended at curfew? Yes, because when there's gun-free zones, I go, Oh <laughs> shit, let me go put this gun away. I didn't see that sign. <laughs> they went home by curfew. Wow. So they're like, Hey guys, uh, White House is closed at 6.30. And then they're like, Ah, nobody told me this rule, man! <laughs> Fuck! Ah, shit, we can't fucking take over the government! They all went <laughs> home at 6.30. Wow. They were all cleared out, and do you know when Congress went back in session? They were back. They were back in session by 7 p.m. and they were voting by 7:30. Wow. So if they thought that their lives were in danger, yeah. that these people were storming the Capitol to end their lives, Congress—they're <laughs> cowards. Yeah. There is no way they stay in that building. Yeah. They yeah. went home, and they would have been like. Let's start this again tomorrow. We gotta make sure that the whole perimeter is clear, yeah. that there's no one hiding. Like they would have shut down everything. They were back in session. They were back in office by seven, voting by 7.30. I think that's mighty brave because they're going, my life is in danger, but I work for America. <laughs> and you know, the clock don't stop. You know? America first. Yeah. They're like, hey, thank God for that curfew because the insurrection was, it was curved by the curfew. So now we can go back to voting. Yeah. We, we have some brave politicians in our government. <laughs> Super brave, yeah. you know, to risk 
death and murder <laughs> and you know an armed you know militia you know coming down on there yeah. and be like no we're gonna risk our lives for you <laughs> because that's what they're known for being brave yeah. right that's what they did. I didn't know they worked that late to 7.30. That's crazy. That was like normal business. Well, they had to have like a five-hour delay because of the insurrection. Got it, got it. Makes you want to pay more tax. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. AOC had some fucking bomb-ass burritos from Sonora Town the other day. <laughs> and then she ate a little too much, had to go, right? She had bubble guts. And while in the middle there, the insurrectionists came in and they're like, I got fucking dick of shit. Who's in the bathroom? Boom, 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 boom. And she's like, oh my God, someone's trying to fucking kill me. But she just had diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wanted to go to the bathroom really bad. When you gotta go, you gotta go. And so they, I think their fear was legitimate, but people weren't trying to kill anybody. I think it was just a lot of people, they were out in the cold at the Trump rally. <laughs> There was no bathrooms, <laughs> and a lot of people had to take a shit, and everyone said the White House has the nicest toilets. I heard they got warm, but <laughs> cedar, the, 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 the nice hand Japan. towels. This yeah, is our know. level of propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we're demonetized. <laughs> this is the reason why I watch Matt's video, and I'm like, I say the same motherfucking shit, but people call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can't be your delivery. <laughs> You know, I think I, I recently became more political too. I would say probably even up to COVID, I didn't really give a fuck. Because yeah. it didn't feel like politics really affected my life. Hmm. Didn't feel like, like, you know, growing up, like even in elementary school, you would vote and then you would like, oh, who's voting, whatever. And you would see who won or whatever. And it just felt like you're, you're voting for who's like prom king or prom queen. And in my whole <laughs> life, it didn't feel like whoever was in power was gonna have a direct effect until yeah. the whole COVID stuff came around. Mm -hmm. Then they're like, this state's shut down. That one's not shut down. This one has to do whatever. Yeah. These people need vaccines. These ones you don't need back. Or like, you know, yeah, right. then that's when I started getting like, I'm like, okay, if, if this is gonna have a direct effect on me, that's when I started looking into it more and more and more. I'm like, oh shit, there's 50 states and not all of them operate the same. And not even cities within the same states operate the same. What the fuck is going on? And I would probably say in the last three or four years is when I got the most into politics. Whereas before it was just like, ah, I don't give a fuck, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also, also, I think like the military does a good job to get you to be a good soldier. So I think like you, you, you were also military. You also believed in the government, the system, and all that. And I think it's it's difficult to go outside of that too. Well, also like the military. I think most people. It's like, yeah, you're you're not viewing things from a political aspect because the president, regardless of the Democrat or Republican, they're the commander in chief very for and it's for the country. Yeah. So it's for like a, a ideal ethos that isn't like, yes, you know, there's political corruption, just even as a kid growing up listening, like Rage Against the Machine, all that stuff and like, you know, NW, whatever. But you're like. It, we, we can't lower our own common denominator to match what's going on. You always have to fight for what's good. So I think most people that join the military, regardless if, it's, if you have a person that's on the right or left in power, you're like, I don't really give a fuck. I just want to fight for what's good mm -hmm. and fight for the country. So that, it's like more of an idealistic mindset. But even then, it didn't really matter if, like, which president was the commander in chief because we're going to war anyways. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't really until, like, like, literally three or four years ago, as a civilian and then just seeing how your life, because like, I don't know if you guys remember, but LA had a curfew, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, uh, and I drove during you? the curfew. 
Badass. Two, yeah. <laughs> like two, two gallons of milk per family, and I was like, dude, this is fucking crazy. And then my gym got shut down, and I'm like, what the fuck? And that's when I start, really started getting into it. Yeah, I mean, the solution would have been get outside, hit the gym, be more active, and that will and get more healthy. That will prevent how COVID hits you. Yeah. That was the solution. Everyone knows that now. But for them, like, no, like, you gotta lock in doors and uh, you can't see anybody. You can't go to your grandmother's funeral. You can't go to your friend's wedding. Like, it was so weird. Can't see your dad die in ICU. And the, <laughs> and the weirdest part was when people started turning on each other. Yeah. Like, That's hey, my part, neighbor yeah. is having a party. You know, they're, they're having a super that spreader event next door. Yeah. And when, you, when I saw people start turning on each other and start reporting each other, I was like, dude, monitors. this is fucked. That's a yeah. North Korea, yeah. baby. Yeah. Once, it, once people started having emotional reactions yeah. to things is when I was like, what the fuck is this? It's a wild time, dude. It is a wild time, um, but I think I'm personally libertarian, so I'm far right, but <laughs> I think the world needs communism, so I'm far left too. <laughs> and then you put me in the middle, I'm moderate because I'm just oh, like- Oh, that's how you're moderate. Well, because <laughs> realistically, the common denominator, the average human being is fucking so stupid they need strict government they need draconian hardcore <laughs> you fucking moron this is these are the rules stick with it okay because you can't control yourself you you don't have the discipline that's what it. i need that's what i need yeah. but i do believe in an awesome libertarian society around people who are at that level where i'm like okay you guys are decent human beings you probably don't need government to tell you what you, what to do. If we could create a community of solid, moral human beings, that's great. But I just don't fucking trust the billions of people out there to manage themselves correctly. I agree with you. I feel like if there's a country, right, and there's a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner, if the whole neighborhood gets fat, you guys need fucking communism. You do. Every time they touch a donut, <laughs> chop off a hand. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's a fucking thing, a Dunkin' right Donuts away. on every corner and everyone has a six pack, you're like, ah, oh, you guys are libertarian. Go, you guys are cool. Be yep. governor. I would say there's no general rule, <laughs> but you gotta assess the people, man. Yeah. Systems work in other countries because the people there are better. Like they'll be like, what about the Scandinavian motherfucker? Oh God, it's all fucking intelligent ass one race people, dude. Like. <laughs> That's just not gonna fucking work here. You know, like that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Scandinavia does do the that. Scandinavia socialism works, yeah, but you know where it doesn't work? Fucking Cuba, dude. Like, why? <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs>